Welcome to the Ed Fernandez Show. I'm Tom Roussel, and with me, the man himself, Mr. Ed Fernandez. Ed Fernandez. Let's go. How you doing, everyone? How you doing, Ed? I'm doing good. Hey, I, you know, I want to introduce him. So we've got Tom here, right, doing his thing, and then we've got Kevin back here. He's going to make, he's doing his magic on the videos, and then I got my son, Darian, He's making us sound good. So these guys are in the background, so I just want to make sure they had their props and uh, recognize them for all their good work. Absolutely, man. They set up a beautiful studio oh, for yeah. us here, and uh, just happy to do this. I'm happy to be a part of it. I just want to thank you, first and foremost. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So this isn't the first time we've done this, you know. Um, so why don't you take a second and talk about The Ed Fernandez Show. How did we come to this name? So we were gonna we were gonna do what was that the the cat the cash flow podcast right, right. Um, and the cash flow podcast I, I felt like it would just put us in a box right I don't I don't really want to talk about money all the time right um, money's important but it's not everything mm-hmm. I mean I, we know a lot of people have a lot of money and are just miserable right I mean it's just not about everything it's it's life right mm-hmm. so so I wanted to really you know talking to my wife Ruth. Uh, Kind of just didn't fit right, didn't sound right, didn't feel right. So we said, let's just call it the Ed Fernandez Show. And uh, that allows us to kind of talk about everything, right? Because, right. look, I'm 55 years old. I know I don't look it, but I'm 55. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. He's always got to add <laughs> that part. Um, but uh, but I wanted to actually uh, take the experiences of life, right? Um, I've been doing this journey in the financial world since 1995. And, you know, if I've journaled since 1995 to today, all the events that have occurred in my life, so I can go back and read of all the things that have, have occurred and uh, wanted to be able to share that with right. with everyone, right? How to be a, a good husband, how to be a good dad, how to be a good leader, a good a good um employer right from all my employees do employee do my employees serve me or are they on my friends Mm -hmm. right um uh, how do you know how do you how do you married for 26 years Um, how do you make money how do you buy real estate and so i think the ed fernandez show is going to allow me to kind of just talk about all those things so that's how we came up with the name well i i completely agree with you you know i know we the, I think it would have been great if we did the cash flow podcast, but this just feels right uh, having you as the Ed Fernandez show because you're ultimately the star of the show, whether you like it or not. Not this. He would be the last person to say, "I want it to be the Ed." Fernandez I don't want to show. be famous. Right. That's the last thing. Look, I want the money, yep. but I don't want the fame. Right. But so we're just doing this, uh, you know, to kind of just help people. You right. know, to serve people. That's what we're doing this for. Um, you know, you go on YouTube and you see a lot of uh, 1031 Exchange like podcasts. Oh, my God. Lord Jesus, help me. I, I can't even watch it for like five seconds. Got to go. And I'm like, we can't do any worse than this. Right. So we had to do our own stuff, right? Right. We might talk about some, you know, financial or business stuff that might not be the most exciting topic, but I know you can make anything exciting. Oh, I hope so. So I'm looking forward to it. So I think the purpose of this podcast is to learn a little bit more about your background for sure. those that don't know you. Sure. And then we can talk a little bit more about what your vision for the podcast is. Yeah, let's do How's it, that man. Sound? Let's do it. Well, uh, I'll toot your own, I'll toot your horn because you won't do it for yourself. But uh, for those don't know, don't know Ed, 
here's a couple things about you. I've known you for over 20 years, first of all, so uh, I've seen some of this happen in real time. Uh, you have over 20 years of experience, over 800 million of equity raised personally in private and public investments, Forbes Business Council member, Entrepreneurs Leadership Network member, numerous Inc. 5000 and Inc. Regional Awards. Some of them are right here. Hispanic CEO of the Year by Wealth Solutions Report, and you make regular appearances on TD Ameritrade Network, Inc. Inc. Podcast. You're out there now. Yeah. How many people have told you, hey, Ed, you need to make a podcast? You know, it's crazy. It's, you know, I get a lot, a lot of my, you know, good friends would say, Ed, I'd be your number one fan. Right. 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 Uh, I remember I was picking up one of my cars from getting done and, and, uh, you know, my partner in another business of ours uh, shot it and it went viral to the point to where one guy said, wait a minute, is that Denzel? And I'm like, wow, okay. Um, maybe, maybe I should do something like this. So, uh, you know, it, it's exciting. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I hope everybody can understand I'm going to be Ed. Um, you know, I could be suited and booted and, and, right. and speak the vernacular mm -hmm. that I need to right. as a uh, real estate professional you and financial services professional. I could do that. But I, I really want people to see who I really am. So, um, uh, you know, all these accolades are, are based on the team that surround me. Right. Uh, I can't do it on my own. So I have a great team, mm -hmm. um, and, and including you and, and Darian and Kevin, who uh, make me just look good. And then my wife, Ruth, COO. Uh, she really, really makes me look good. So I can't right. take all, all I can't take it like all the accolades on my own. It's well, a team. She'll be she'll be on several podcast episodes, I'm sure, and uh, we're excited to see that dynamic because you run a family business here, and that's an interesting subject. Yeah, but you know, I mean, family business is a big deal. You know, I don't. So I'll, I'll tell you, I've got brother-in-laws working together, brother and sister. I've got my son, my daughter, my wife, my niece, my nephews. I mean, it's all family. Um, and the reason why it's all family is because we we all like each other and we all can work together and build something really special together. Um, not to say I wouldn't hire people from the outside, but the core focus and the foundation of this organization is family, right? So we're a family-oriented business, um, uh, and, and it's all about taking care of our clients as if they were part of our family. Right. Yeah, I see that because you didn't, they aren't here just because they're family. It's on their own merits yeah, too. I've, I absolutely. know you, you definitely make a point for that. Absolutely. Well, why don't we take a step back okay. and let's just start from the beginning. Who is Ed Fernandez? All right. So apologize, long-winded, right? But cool story. Got plenty think, of time. Yeah, I think it's a cool story. So I was born in uh, Aguadilla, Puerto Rico. So Boricua, right, is the term. And uh, moved to Brooklyn, New York, where my little brother was born. So I, I left Puerto Rico when I was two years old and uh, went to Brooklyn. Stayed in Brooklyn until I was like 11 or 12, and then we moved out to Cali. Uh, my dad left when I was two years old, so my dad has never been in the picture. Um, so my mom raised me and my little brother. Uh, I have uh, another brother on my dad's side. He lives in Florida. His name's Michael Fernandez. And then I have three sisters, Debbie, Inet, and Inez. They live in Puerto Rico. Um, and so I lived in, uh, you know, I, I went to Brooklyn, and then we moved to Cali. And, um, you know, we moved into a place called uh, Hawthorne, South Central L.A. Um, I remember I used to go to this school. It was Freeze, uh, Freeze 
Avenue Elementary School. And it was a rough neighborhood. I used to get chased every single day after school. Couldn't catch me, right? I was super that's, fast. That's where you got your wheels yeah, from. Yeah, couldn't catch me. Um, but then my mom said, you know what, let's move to Orange County. So we moved to Fullerton, California. And uh, that's where I grew up a lot. Um, you know, we were poor. Um, so by no means, you know, I was born into money. You know, we were... Back in the day, it was called food stamps, welfare, government cheese, and powdered milk. I know there's a, some of you out there may know that. Explain government cheese for people that don't, oh, never shoot. even heard of that before. Well, the cheese was really good, by the way. Right? So back, like, in the 80s, uh, you know, the, the government was buying all the produce, all the, all the farmer stuff, right? So farmers were making cheese for days, and I think it was, you know, a bad time in the economy, and the, the government was buying their stuff. And so they can give it away for free um, for us who didn't have money. So I ate a lot of grilled cheese sandwiches, mm -hmm. but that was like a high-end cheese. Um, so we had to stand in line and kind of, you know, get the cheese. And, and so, you know, and powdered milk, right? So you mm -hmm. couldn't really afford milk. So milk came in a powder, right? you know, in a box, like a cereal box. You'd pour it and add water to it, and that's what you eat your cereal with. So by no means, you know, was I raised with money. I remember... Uh, you know, our, our government check would come on the 1st and the 15th of every month. The check that came on the 1st was to pay the rent, right? And the light bill and all that other stuff. And then the check on the 15th is when me and my little brother can go to Chuck E. Cheese. Um, and, you know, it was, it was kind of tough. You know, we would go to school, and in the beginning of the year, you know, we would have to be careful with our clothes the previous year, right? Because we knew... Uh, we wouldn't go to school with brand new clothes, right? and 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 then everybody knew it, right? Because you right. You're, you're you're growing, and you know you got floods back in the day. You know floods mean you know your socks are showing. That was not okay. Today it's okay because everybody's trying to show off their socks. Right. But back then that was not good. Um, and so me and my little brother had to get tough, right, so that the bullying would stop. So we were knuckleheads for a little while. Uh, got in a little bit of you know trouble and hung out with the wrong people. Um, but you know, I always knew, uh, I would go to the store and, uh, feel the, the, the nice shirts and stuff, even though we couldn't afford it. Um, but I was always bougie and I, I, you know, I always liked nice things, but you know, from there, you know, I, I, you know, I dropped out of high school when I was 16 and, uh, took a job. So, you know, I'm not, and got no college degree, um, do have a GED and made sure I got that. Um, so I, I really don't have formal education, which is okay. I'm not saying college is a bad thing, but I learned how to build a car by cracking my knuckles. Uh, you know, I learned the financial services industry how, by doing it, not by learning it in a book. And so, you know, uh, came to Cali, went to school here, dropped out of school when I was 16, took a job making uh, jerseys for the Anaheim Rams at the time, not L.A. Rams. They were in Anaheim. And uh, learned how to make those jerseys. Um, and then uh, 1995, you know, I was from that point on, I was, you know, knucklehead hanging out with the wrong people. Uh, got in a little bit of trouble. And so if you know me, you know what trouble I got into, but not serious trouble. Uh, but I got in a little trouble. And in 1995, you know, I got saved. How old were you? Uh, shoot, 24, 25 years old. Okay. Uh, got saved, loved Jesus, you know, and. Um, and, uh, from there, I, my first legit job, you know, at that age, 
uh, was a produce manager, counting uh, lettuce and tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay, making $5 an hour. And then one day, some guy from church, uh, you know, told me, hey, Ed, you know, there's a sales job. Uh, I said, okay, whatever, I'll, I'll go for it. Uh, went over there in my church suit, right? Um, back in the day, it was like MC Hammer kind of stuff. Uh, yellow and, and mustard yellow was all kind of in. Had no idea what I was doing. I showed up at this business meeting in his, in his church suit. I don't even know how to tie a tie. And, you know, I haven't been to school in a long time. Right. So the guy slides me this test, and I take it. I fail, you know, and I was like, okay, well, uh, this is not for me. So I go. What kind, what kind of test was that? It was like a like a financial test, a lot of math. Okay. I'm like, I don't know this stuff. Right. So I failed um, and said, you know, okay, this wasn't for me. Um, but two weeks later, this guy calls me back and says, hey, Ed, there's something about you. Come back. And uh, so I go back in my mustard suit, and he slides me the answers to the test. He says, don't get them right, you know, all of them right. So I pass, and I get my first sales job. And so that that sales job was with the company, you know, Monarch's Deposit Company, which is currently exists today. And we were selling gold, silver, platinum, palladium to, to investors. Um, and that's how I started. I started uh, sales there. And um, I remember it like yesterday, 90 days in, my sales manager, I remembered his name. His name is Mike Maroney. Mike Maroney. Yeah, Mike Maroney. If you're out there. Yeah, Mike Maroney. Hey, look at <laughs> You almost fired me. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike Maroney comes in, you know, Ed, I need to talk to you. Nine o'clock in the morning. It's a Friday. He says, Ed, uh, you know, I got to say, if you don't close a deal by the end of the day, you got to go, right? This is just not for you. And I'm like, oh, man. So Was that a surprise or were you expecting that to happen because of the 90 days? Yeah, you know, it's because we, you know, back in those days, I, I, got, I didn't get the Glenn Gary leads, right? I got the right. leads that, you know, you can stack leads and these are like five, six, seven-year-old leads. It was the big guys, you know, we had commercials on CNN and the commercial would come up and the phones would ring. My phone wasn't ringing. Right. It was all the big guys got all the good leads. I got the crap leads. And so I, I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything. Um, so at lunchtime, I went to UPS, FedEx, and at that, you just, you know, you, you put in an application back in the day. And, you know, I was just more comfortable with the blue collar kind of situation. Nothing wrong with blue collar. It's just, it was my comfort level, right? And so around two o'clock in the afternoon, the phone rings. It was amazing. The phone rings. And I've been talking to this guy from Columbus, Ohio, and his name was Don Darmus. And we'll never forget that guy. Don, I hope you're still alive. Don Darmus. And he says, hey, Ed, it's Don Darmus. And I was like, hey, Mr. Darmus, how you doing today, sir? He goes, I'm doing pretty good. You know what? I think I'm ready to do something today. I'm like, okay, uh, how much? He goes, I think I'm going to start with 50000 I said, Mr. Darmus, I-, I can remember it like I said. I was so nervous. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I said, Mr. Dermis, can you, can you hold, please? And I was like, oh, my God. Hey, I need some help. All the sales guys. I got this dude. He wants to buy $50,000. They were like, all right, all right, all right. You're like, I've never filled out I, I, this ticket I don't know before. what I'm doing, right? And I'm like, all right, all right. So they all come around me, man. You know, we were all good friends. You know, they were cheering me on. You got to do this. 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 
And I get back on the phone. I said, Mr. Darmus, you're on the recorded line. We're buying $50,000 of XYZ. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. Do you confirm the purchase? I confirm the purchase. I hang up the phone, fill out the paperwork, go to Mike Maroney. Bam! <laughs> There's my deal right there, man. Saved my job. It was all, it was all God. Yeah. Right? Don Darmus became one of the largest clients at Monix Deposit Company. And that's when I started realizing, holy moly, you can make some good money doing this. Right? So that's how I started. And then I, you know, I tried to save the world. And you can't save the world doing that. So I went into commodities, mm-hmm. started trading. Uh, you know, I got my Series 3 license, started trading on the Chicago Board of Trade. Right? And found out that was glorified gambling without the drinks. You know? Yeah. So I said, you know what? Uh, you know, I, God was telling me, you got to leave, right? And I'm like, I'm not leaving. All right, you're not leaving, you're fired. So I got fired. Did, I didn't do anything wrong. Did they I give got you fired. a reason or anything? No, I just got fired. They said, hey, dude, you got to pack your boxes up. So I'm going to sit there in front of everybody, packs in my box, and I'm walking out in the parking lot, and I felt so happy. I was like, man, I'm glad you did this. But I was eight months without a job. I had, you know, my son... I think my son was like a year and a half, right? We bought our first tiny little puny condo, me and Ruth. And and I, I think I had like $7,000 to my name. And and I didn't have a job for eight months. Wow. And 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 God would tell me, you know, do you want to work for me or do you want to work with some, for somebody else? I said, I want to work for you. All right, well, don't look for a job. I'm like, man, I got to pay my bills. How am I going to do this? So, so did what? you listen? Did you not? Look, or you no, I was like, looking. Look, right, right. I was looking. But, but every, every time, time you did, you he was like, something. what are you doing? Stop yeah. doing that. I'm yeah. like, man, Lord, this sucks. You know, I, I got I to gotta make money. But then one day, you know, he said, hey, you're going to meet a guy at church, right? It seems to be a trend. Yeah. <laughs> and I, so I'm, I'm, at, I'm using the bathroom, right? And there's this big Italian dude sitting next to me. And we're doing our thing. And he starts talking to me. Hey, I've been watching you for a long time. I'm like, who the heck is this guy? Right? right? Like, you're pretty sketchy talking to me. You don't even know me. So we go outside. He goes, yeah, I've been watching for a long time. We're starting this real estate stuff. You know, here's my business card. Come see me. And I'm like, okay. So I go and I meet your dad. Mm-hmm. Right? Terry Russell. And your dad walks in and he's starting this whole thing. And, and he goes, how much do you need, Ed? And I said, oh, man, I, uh, uh, $3,600 a month. So I was making $3,600 a month. It was like. What year was that? That was 2000, 2001. Yeah. Right? That was a lot of money for us. You know, that changed our lives. And, you know, I ended up working for your dad for 14 years at a place called Cornerstone Ventures. And we syndicated real estate deals, um, industrial real estate. Your dad used to call it pizza by the slice. Right. I learned how to I learned how to be on the phones with people all the way after 14 years, all the way creating products. And then uh, in 2014, uh, decided to start our own thing. And this is how 1031 crowdfunding started, you know, so that's how we got involved. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about a little bit about 1031 crowdfunding start starting, but something I. And I know we're going to get into this on a future episode, but yeah. what would you, when did you, what company were you at or where did you learn your sales acumen? Because I've said it before, I'll say it again. You're the best sales guy I've, I've 
ever met. Thank you. I know I'm biased, but Thank you. it is what it is. You can't argue with skill and Thank I don't you. know. I appreciate so that. Where in this, you know, you worked at different places. Yeah. How what did you take from these places and how did you learn this? How well, to make a living doing this? Yeah, it was, you know, it was tough. I, I learned that at Monarch's Deposit Company, and then I learned at a place called Newhall Discount, where we had like 400 guys, right? And all we did was call investors, and we were trading the commodities market. And I worked with a lot of very skilled guys. Okay. Um, and that's where I learned. I learned uh, my skill set from doing that. I mean, we worked... At Newhall Discount, we worked from 5.30 in the morning to 7 o'clock at night. You know, it was a grind. It's a young man's job. But that's where I got all my skills from. And I've been on the phones for, God, more than half my life. You know, so that's uh, that's how I got started doing sales. Wow. Yeah. So now, you know, uh, I could tell you this. You know, if you learn how to sell on the phone, you can sell anything. But you can't go and sell people face-to-face and then come back to the phones. So I was able to learn on the phones, and then now meeting people face-to-face becomes pretty easy. Right, and getting someone to invest millions of dollars over the phone is definitely not an easy... Yeah, it's it's not, especially nowadays, because there's you know a lot of people are, you know, who are you, or are you going to scam me, things like that. So it's become a little bit more difficult, but um, by the grace of God, you know, we still are able to do it just because of our our credibility of the organization, which we worked really hard to, to establish. Okay. Speaking of the organization, let's take a step back. 1031 crowdfunding. You tell people all the time on the phone that you created this business out of your garage. Why don't we talk about that experience a little bit? That was so hard. I was scared you know, and that's one of the things we're going to talk about the sh- in the show, right? Right. Is being an entrepreneur is scary. Mm-hmm. It is not easy, man. It You better have a backbone right? or do not do it because it is scary, right? You're, you're not walking in and somebody's giving you a paycheck. You got to mm-hmm. create the paycheck, mm-hmm. you know? But, um, you know, again, I love Jesus, you know, and I'm not ashamed about that, right? Um, one day I was in my closet praying. And uh, God gave me the name, 1031 Crowdfunding. I know it sounds crazy. It, it, it sounds crazy, but it, it, that's what happened, right? So um, I remember, you know, God telling me, do you want to work for me or do you want to work for somebody else? So I called a guy who wanted to hire me, right? And I was like, his name is Marcus. I said, hey, Marcus, um, I'm starting this company. This is what I'm going to do, yada, yada, yada. And he says, hey, Ed, you know, I really don't want to buy your friendship. I said, all right, well, just because I was asking him for seed capital, right? And I said, okay, I, fine. You know, he goes, you know, let me chew on it. He calls me the next morning. How much you need? I was shocked, right? I'm like, I don't even know how much I need. Probably a little bit more than 3,600 bucks a month. Yeah, I said, <laughs> I, 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 said I need 6,000. I need 60 grand. Right. 60,000. So him and a partner of his on a handshake wired me the money the same day. Wow. Right? And I take $30,000, put it in my bank account pay my bills. I took another $30,000 and gave it to a securities attorney and he created a private placement memorandum security. And I was raising money, selling air. There was no, I mean, you know, I had a pro forma, I had a business plan, all that other stuff, but there was no revenue. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was able to take that and raise half a million dollars. Right. And, uh, 
That's how 1031 crowdfunding started. I, I was the first one really going into the financial services industry at the time because of um, the Jobs Act, right? 2012, you could take private offerings and, and kind of solicit them like if they were public. That was taboo. People are like, we're not doing that. And it was tough, right? Until uh, a sponsor uh, said, you know what, Ed? We're going to give you a shot. And that was the first product that we put on our platform, and that's how 1031 crowdfunding uh, launched. You know, it was it was not, I didn't even know what a DST was. I didn't know how to do a closing on a DST for 1031 exchanges. I think our, I think our marketing budget was like $2,000 a month. That's all I could afford, right? $2,000 a month. Now we spend like $150,000 a month. It's crazy. Right. But that's how the company started. And so, you know, we serve, you know, here's what we do, right? We, we want to take the misinformed, the misunderstood, the deceived investor and give them a comfortable place uh, to invest, knowing that, hey, we're not perfect. I can't guarantee stuff, but we're going to do what's right for you. And so that's how the company started. And that was... 2014, right? 2014. So, wow. Yeah. Come April 2024 it'll be our 10-year anniversary and we're wow. going to we're going to party. Yeah. We're going to have a big deal. Yeah, well we do we do as a company go to Cabo every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, we take they, we take everybody to Cabo and have a blast, you know, cuz uh it's important that our 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 employees/friends get some time to reflect um, you know, as Ruth and I you know, prosper. We want to make sure all our friends, i.e., employees, prosper as well. So we we take everybody to get refreshed. That's a good story. Why don't we dive in just a little bit? You already talked about it, but yeah. what what is your vision for this podcast? Yeah, that's that's going to be uh, it's a big deal. Um, look, I am a fifty five year old man and have been through a lot of stuff in my life. And I know there's a lot of people out there that just need to see people and see how they did it and have hope, right? Like I, my, my dad wasn't around. I played football. I'd look at the sidelines, see all the dads cheering their kids on, right? And I was one of the stars, and my dad wasn't there, right? Uh, never felt the hug of a man. Never felt a guy say, uh, uh, my father say, hey, uh, I'm proud of you. I've never felt that. Um, and, and so I'm sure there's a lot of young kids that are experiencing the same thing. How do you overcome that? Cause a little boy needs his daddy. Even when I'm a grown man today, I still need my daddy. Right. But my daddy wasn't around. Right. Um, how do you become a good husband? How are you married 26 years? How do you become a good dad? How do you raise good kids? Um, how do you become a good friend? How you be, how are you an entrepreneur? How do you make money? How do you buy real estate? Right. I mean, there's a lot of things that I feel this world needs that I can share. You know, we're going to tell you about how to make money. I mean, we're going to do that. We're going to do the real estate stuff. I'm going to have attorneys on here. I'm going to have CPAs on here. I'm going to have everyone that I can get on here. But we're also going to talk about life. Right. Because you can make all the money in the world. But if you don't have life, then what's the point of money? Right. It's just a tool. You. Look, you could buy all the cars you want, all the watches you want. You can go see the world. And then what, what, what happens after that, right? I mean, what's the purpose of it all? And so that's the vision of this podcast. So, I'm, you know, it's going to be for some, and it may not be for some. That's okay. But, look, 
I'm not sweeping Jesus under the rug because without him, I wouldn't be here today. So that, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of like really cool stuff. I'm going to have some Navy SEAL guys here, some CEO guys here, you know, Navy SEAL guys, you know, they come back. Some of these vets, these poor vets, they come back. They have nothing. Right. Right. They're all they know is war. How do, how do we help those guys? That's the intent of this podcast is to share life stories and hopefully change some lives. Yeah, we kind of went into that was like a cliff note version of your life, but there's so much we're going to share. Oh, man, there's so much, so much more to do. Right. It wasn't just you getting fired and having to trust yep. God for eight I'm just months. trying to be conservative. Right, right. right. I know we're going to get into it. One of the things that I was thinking about, like there might be young people out here trying to get a job. You showed up in a mustard suit. You can you can tell someone, what do you look for when someone walks into your Your building? shoes. Yep. That's the first thing That's I look at. <laughs> Don't have some messed up shoes. Right. Because you can be suited and booted. And I look down at your feet and your shoes are messed up. Yeah. It's not good. It looks like you're driving a Flintstones car or yeah, something. Yeah, it's, oh. it's, it's not good. You know, and, I, and you know, there's some kids out there that I'm not saying college is a bad thing. I'm not saying don't don't go to college. But there's some kids out there that don't have the money to go to college. Right. We hire kids out of high school. Mm-hmm. I don't require a degree. I will teach you how to be a millionaire. Those, those are opportunities that are not out there. These are the things that we're going to be talking about. Yeah. And I know you said we're going to do some fun contests. We're going to do some. You know, oh, some. I do have a plane. I just got to say, I do have a plane. Yes. So we'll do some contests, get you to Cabo, go to the montage, hang out, do some things. We're going to do a lot of really cool things. And I'm, I'm really excited uh, to be able to share this. So now I got to say this, though. Don't know what I'm doing. Right. But we're going to we're going to get it done. Yeah. Well, that's the best thing. I mean, if if you can if you shine as Ed and you share the knowledge and wisdom that you have, not saying, you know, everything, because I know you we've been through some stuff together. Too, oh, yeah, you know? of course. Of course. Uh, but it's, this is going to be this is going to be really fun and valuable. Yeah. People. Yeah. You know, you guys are going to meet my wife. Mm-hmm. She is my road dog, my best friend. She she's just everything. You guys she keeps this place together yeah, too. Oh, no, she's amazing. And so you guys are gonna meet my wife. You're gonna meet my kids. Uh, you're gonna meet a lot of people that I know that are are good people to me. Uh, and we're gonna share our life story. Meet your dog as well. Oh, Avor, yeah. man shark. Yep. Don't play. Yeah. You'll you'll see that in a future episode. You'll see what we're talking about. Yep. Do you have any closing remarks for the listeners? I uh, you know all I gotta say is you know just um, have some grace. Mm-hmm. We're going to do the best we can. Uh, we're hopefully that we we are able to have people like us more than not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but stay tuned, right? Because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna blow the top off of this. Put on your space suit. We're going <laughs> to the moon. Yeah, I was waiting for that to come because <laughs> you, you got you'll, what you'll see about that is he's got a saying for everything. And um, blessed are the cheese makers. Right, right. Coffees right. for closers. Right. You know, so we got a lot of stuff going on. Absolutely. Well, uh, just as listeners, if you could, if you like what you see here and you're going to follow us along this journey, you can follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you can like and subscribe and comment, then it's really going to help our algorithm and show for people because this is brand new. Yeah. Come on. Just support me. (laughs) We'll go for the ride. Right. right? Absolutely. Go for the ride. All right. That's episode 000 of The Ed Fernandez Show. Thanks for joining us.